This podcast is brought to you by Clean Cup Coffee, 100% organic, non-GMO coffee delivered straight to your door. They're not just coffee beans. They got all sorts of coffee products from soaps to candles. Place your order today at cleancupcoffee.com. You got any questions or comments while you're listening? Feel free to use the hashtag RacesRecap. If you want to see the video versions of this podcast, check it out at RacesRecap.com. Look forward to chatting with you. <laughs> hey there! What do you say to the world? Welcome to the Racers Recap. My name is Justin. Diana. I'm Corey. James I'm Eric. Is, oh, Eric is here! <laughs> James Earl is on a call. He won't be joining us tonight. Turn you down just like a notch. <laughs> just get Jesus buzzkill. I'm not even done with the intro yet, and you're already harping. Just, just chill. Just turn it down. All right. Yeah, no, like go ahead. No, I'm just, like... I'm just asking you to turn it down. Yeah, I'm just asking you to be quiet when I'm doing the intro. How's that? How's that? <laughs> just, just, just focus on typing the people in the chat room. I don't know where we're at. Uh, so, what's up, Eric? How you doing? Diana likes doing my stuff. Pretty up. good. <laughs> doing pretty good, man. How about y'all? I am excellent. If you can't see his background, he is um, at the firehouse waiting. So if you hear a freaking bell going and he's gone, you know why. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully not, man. Hopefully not. Fingers crossed. We'll try to to get in as much as we can before uh, anything happens. So uh, let's – what have you been up to? How's the race – how's the life been since the race is over? Oh, been good, man. Just raising the kids and going to work. So it's been pretty back back, to normal. Back to normal. You know, we took some trips, went to Disney World with the girls and just been hanging out, you know, just trying to spend time with the family and just trying to get things back to a kind of a normal routine after the holidays. Have you done any um, like viewings with your family or friends or at a bar or anything like that at the station? Uh, uh, We had all the family and a few friends over on the, uh, the premiere and last we did one, uh, just a small thing at the house last week, and this is going to be our first week where we uh, watch it with friends. That uh, we're going to uh, a local restaurant, uh, got a room and everything for friends to come and hang out with us. So, oh, that's great. That does it the best. Yeah. yeah, take every opportunity you can. Don't say no to any of these opportunities, no matter how tired you are. I mean, it goes by so fast. So, especially enjoy your it. season, I feel like because you have all these double episodes coming up, yeah, that you don't have it drawn out for four months like we did, unfortunately. <laughs> So uh, let's take it back to the starting line. Uh, how, how was it uh, being at an open start in New York City with a thousand people screaming and yelling? How, how was that experience for you guys? Uh, it was different, you know, because we've been told for so long, hey, keep it under wraps, keep it under wraps. And we pull up in a bus and we see a few thousand people. We're like, I guess it ain't under wraps anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's I talked to my wife after it's all over. She said, yeah, I watched you at the, uh, from somebody's live stream from the starting line. Like man, well, if I'd have known that, I might have flew y'all out there to come watch us. <laughs> but that's cool because then after you didn't have to keep it a secret. Like neither yeah. did we. So that was kind of the good part is we didn't have to keep it a secret after that live start. So, so uh, I've learned some information since the start, but I don't know if you watched the first episode <laughs> or the. I mean, the cast assessment. But as much as I loved you guys, I was extremely. Uh, pissed that you guys wore jeans to the open start looking like you guys are on HGTV's next home improvement show rather than here for Amazing Race. Can you take me to the thought process of the jeans? What's going on with the jeans, man? 
Well, we, we had our normal, you know, workout type clothes and everything. But if you look at my closet, there's probably two colors. You know, there's earth tone and there's plaid. <laughs> so, what, what can show who we are the most, you know? But if I was going to wear a plaid, it just didn't go with gray khaki and all that kind of stuff. We look kind of goofy. I know they thought we look goofy anyway, so it didn't matter. But we felt more comfortable when at home in jeans. And we knew as soon as we got there and we needed to, that we were going to ditch them. So. so you ditched them in Iceland. Yeah, there. My good pair of jeans still sitting in the nice one. <laughs> my good pair. So like, I mean, that's like your start line outfit. So yes. I guess for everybody, you can get by on jeans for your start line. Did the jeans have anything to do with your relationship with Jet and Cord? No, it's just it's what we wear. We like Jet and Cord. You know, they're obviously our favorites before, just because they're we feel like they're we're the most in common with them. I mean, we don't ride bulls, but they're just. Yeah, they've related a lot to them, but no, uh, no, we didn't wear it because of them. We wore, but yeah, I mean, it does relate to them. Uh, I guess if you look at it that way. No, it, it shows who you are and I get it. When you, when you're at the starting line, you want to show uh, your personality as much as you can. All right. So also at the starting line, uh, I would, me and Diana were there. I had one of my bandanas that I had from the race and we sit there and we wrote like uh, four or five different, uh, kind of inspirational quotes or things that we learned along the way. Yeah. It happened to end up on one of your bags. Can you explain one when you first saw it and did you ever use it? Uh, yeah, we got it. You know, we got running and we got into the cab or, in, or the airport where things finally settled down and I left their bandana on, on our bag. I don't know what's going on. And then I realized and Diana out there, they were the green team and we had green bags. So obviously I said, well, we must have done I uh, thought we were the green ones. We're not, but we appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so no, we said, oh, man. We use it, you know, because we it says, you make a mistake, get over it and move forward. Forget it. We had a lot of forgetting to do in the first few episodes, man. <laughs> we found it. Even, you know, I've watched every episode. I'm a huge fan and things I used to say, I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do. We did it. Yeah, yep. we did it countlessly. And we knew where we were screwing. I was like, if we can get the directions down, we'll be golden, you know. But it took a, it took a little bit to get our stride for sure. And thank, thankfully, we survived the, the early law. I mean, it's so tough, those early legs. But those are the only legs that you can make these mistakes and survive because there's mm -hmm. other people making mistakes. Later on, the, the, it comes down to the people yeah. not making mistakes. So one mistake will kill you. All right, let's oh, get it on. Yeah, it was down. I can't with this dog. I know. My dog is sitting right here just slapping on the keyboard. And he's trying to, like, climb up, but there's literally no room for him to go anywhere. He's putting, Come on, he's putting join his, the show. his face <laughs> on my hands. Season 30, episode 2, You're the Best French Fry Ever. It's uh, It kicks off in Iceland, which is a great place. It's very special to our heart. And we found out that the crew was actually staying at the same. And they did, too. Oh, it they was the did? cast and the crew. They yeah. The cast and the crew stayed at the same hotel that me and Diana stayed when I proposed to Diana in, in Iceland. Iceland. Oh, really? Oh, so, man. Yeah. I, somebody had posted a picture of like the wooden guy sitting on the on the bench and I was like, God, that he looks so familiar. And then I kind of went back to our hotel and looked at the lobby pictures and I realized that it was the same hotel. So you guys see that just shows you how much research I did for the race. <laughs> the same air, the, the same airline that we took to the race, the race actually took, and then the same hotel that I stood at, the race actually stood at. I was like, I was producing <laughs> it for him. No. So that's a fun it's a fun guy. 
Uh, teams kicked off with uh, at 8.08 with Team Extreme, followed uh, by Big Brother eight minutes behind them. And then two minutes behind them was Team Yale, and then we didn't see any times after that. So the first three teams were pretty close to each other um, within 10 minutes of each other. Everybody was on the same flight from uh, Iceland, even though there was like supposedly over 136 <laughs> different flights to choose from. There was only one flight for every team to uh, to go to uh, Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah, good old. A little wow disappointed airline. with that. Well, a little disappointed uh, with the bunch point, but I get it. Um, so after after everybody gets off the flights, uh, then what? Then what happens? We have to run around and get to a, uh, is it a train station? Is it a subway? It's a subway, right? Yeah, it's attached to the airport. And by the way, that's probably the biggest airport I've ever seen in my life. We ran and ran, and then we'd start running some more, and it just kept going. I said, <laughs> after that, we pretty much came up, you know, that was pretty much the last time we we all sat down after that and said, hey, we're all going to get through the stuff and start at the same time. So we're not running through the airport like fools and, and just wearing ourselves out for nothing. Cause every time we get there anyway, so I was like, why, why worry about it? You know? So as a, as a cast, you guys came up with, we're not going to run any airports. I think it was after that leg that we said, you know what, let's just all start at the same spot. We don't have to get all sweaty, run and just end up having to stop anyway. So it made it a lot less stressful. You didn't have to worry about where you sat. Everything was good to wow. go. There's no way our cast would have agreed to that. Well, that's because oh, no. I don't. Yeah, Corey, would your cast have no. agreed to that? I'm like even hearing it. I'm like I'm interested to see how long that lasts. <laughs> yeah, to the end, you know, I, I'm, I'm like, is it going to last the whole time? We'll see. Uh, one thing I can say about but the cast for this man is very little drama, and most people got along really well for the most part. So you know, yeah. even sitting in airports, we're playing Uno, playing cards, just talking. We knew how everybody met their spouses. You know, we just everybody really got to know each other and really enjoyed that. Yeah. Wow. yeah, Justin made enemies day one, so I don't know that they would have let. See, our cast would have never agreed to it because. It just never would have happened. Yeah. It, so like, I don't care what the cast would have been. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, our cast was super friendly with each other as well. I mean, I think we got a lot of heat when the show was filming because people said we all helped each other, but it really was just because we all got along. Uh, even the yeah. small, like, bickering you did see. I mean, we're all still friends with everybody now, so. Yeah. yeah. Not so that's that's big, you know, that's yeah. a big thing we take uh, take away from We made a lot of good relations. Absolutely. And it seems like uh, early yeah, on, well, good people and no regret any of it, you know? Yeah. It's all about uh, good people. Your, your cast. See, every season has its own little, little thing to it. Your, your season seems to be like, it's not going to be a lot of drama, but it's going to be a lot of competition. And uh, already teams are starting to kind of pair off. Maybe while strong seems to be working with team extreme. Yeah. A powerful female female team possibly getting together. We'll see if uh, that uh, turns into anything. Then I got to take a train from Amsterdam to Belgium, which uh, seems like <clears throat> a lot of fun because everybody's going to get bunched up again waiting for a 9 a.m. chocolate place to open. So while you guys are all bunched up, there was uh, no numbers, no nothing like that. Uh, did you guys say, hey, we'll just go in in the order that we showed up or was it once it opened free for all? Yeah, we did run to the chocolate factory. Uh, so we opened up, we took off running down the street from the uh, train station and uh, we got there and it's not open. So we're like, here we go again, running for nothing, you know. 
What time was, so, uh, was it when you got there? Probably around 11 o'clock. It was a couple hour uh, train ride. Got it. Got there. It's cold. You know, you're just kind of checking out, seeing what's going on. I said, come back at nine. And then they brought us to a, to a bar room that was closed. And we slept on the floor over there. Uh, a, you know, <laughs> extra footage showed you guys with these little thin mats. And some people had like interesting pillows and things Blow like that. Mattresses. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we had people, similar accommodations. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of so our, that. It's just like our Switzerland leg, which was the exact same thing, waiting for a chocolate shop to open. And we slept in this like church basement waiting. <laughs> yeah, so we, we had, had no, uh, the sleep. Oh, no problem, man. They had a lot of sleeping bags and stuff. We were always concerned about weight. So we just had this orange, uh, what you call it, foil looking bl- emergency blankets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We bought. <laughs> but they were really warm, so. We had those too, but we yeah. had like uh, a little, actually a pillow given to us, a little foam mat and a blanket and some heaters in the room because yeah. it was winter in Argentina. But I recognize those accommodations because <laughs> we also had those as well in a similar way. Yeah, we stayed at a, a church, <clears throat> so they had some accommodations. All right, so it's 9 a.m. Teams run in, get the chocolatier, uh, see the little chocolatier, and get the clue, and then they're off. Uh, Team Indy takes a cab, uh, and it seems like they were only 100 meters away. They still took the cab. And they still took the cab. Uh, Indy and the firefighters seem to be extremely running for last when it's, when, <laughs> during this task. Team Extreme. <laughs> that is the hardest part, though. The tasks are a breeze. It's getting from that, place to place. That seems like this season uh, so far, the tasks are, don't seem difficult at all. But what seems really difficult <laughs> is getting from place A to place B on every task so far. There was like not one easy place to get from. Even <laughs> the place that was 100 meters away seemed to trip people up. Uh, did, did you guys expect to be this difficult uh, uh, navigating? No, we thought, man, we're, you know, we've always traveled, had good, uh, good travel skills as far as finding our way navigation. And man, when we got lost in Iceland, like what happened? You know, I said, (laughs) I can't even believe we're lost here. And then we got here and then we didn't get lost too bad. You know, we kind of made our way around. We just took, we went on the shoreline and because they had said, go by the crane Well, they had cranes lying in the river. So we followed that and went around. And so we, we got there last. (laughs) <laughs> we, we had a problem reading the the uh clue all the way because even in uh, iceland when you ran to the canyon I said where's your rock that shows what place you're and they had the rocks one through 11 on the trail and that's when you turned in and that's how you got to cross the canyon well we got all the way over oh. there a few hundred yards and we didn't have a rock we ran back and the girls grabbed my brother grabbed the rock first and he grabbed number 11 i said man <laughs> it don't <laughs> so we were last there again so we're getting comfortable there <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, it seems here uh, we see Team Ocean Extreme having a lot of difficulties uh, working together. There's a cab. Seems like cabs are extremely rare in Iceland, and there's a cab moving yeah, in slow motion. In right? What? This was in Belgium. I'm about, sorry. Cabs are extremely rare in Belgium, and there's a cab moving extremely slow right past them. He's like, what? <laughs> and they just kind of let it go by. Yeah, because it was one of those things where, like, I think Lucas was looking for Brittany to say, like, I want to take a cab, and I think she was, like, waiting for him. It was kind of like what I feel like we did sometimes where, like, I kind of looked to you a lot, and I think she was relying on Lucas. So, And I then, think- then we hear 
pineapple safe word comes out pineapple <laughs> did, did uh, Corey? did you have a safe word you and tyler have a safe word on the on race we absolutely had a safe word and it wasn't uh it, it, the funny thing is it wasn't to like stop each other from bickering it was to remind each other that you were miked so like like not to, like say anything uh or just like as a reminder like you're being miked they can use whatever you say whenever they want however they want so uh, we did have a code word. <laughs> you want to share it or no? <laughs> uh, I won't share it because it was a person's last name. But uh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> what about uh, what about you? Did you and your brother have a code word? Do you need a code word? It seems like you guys get along so well. Because they got the twin thing. But still, it's brothers. You always <laughs> I know, but it doesn't matter. Do you guys really get along that well, or do you guys bicker? Yeah. Well, you know, you aggravate me a good bit sometimes during the race, but we know that we're so much alike that if we argue, we'll never come to a, you know, nobody ever wins. So we just get really mad and that never happens. So we just like, we just stop, let it move on and go forward because it just wastes our time. You know, yeah. we learned wow. now we used to fist fight, you know, wrestle. I mean, everything when we were younger. Now it's like, I need move that. Forward. I need that in my life. I wish I had that skill. That's such a skill. It's such an underrated skill, being able to just move on. Really Yeah, is. he sulks. He's a sulker. Stop. Roadblock! <laughs> Who's ready to get high? And we're all jumping in on this one because it seems like a really fun one. Uh, this leg's roadblock. It's actually something that people can go and do. It's called the Sky Climb, and it seemed like there was four or six. Four. There was four ladders. Four. Yeah. And as it's going up, you guys are climbing up, and uh, and you have to get to the bottom before it the uh, ride is over. Uh, everybody that went up seemed to finish it before it came down. Didn't seem like too much yeah. difficulty, but this is a lot of drama for you being the firefighter, and you guys are racing for last. Uh, did the firefighter skills ha- come into play, or is this ladder just totally different? Uh no. I mean, I figure climbing a ladder is climbing a ladder. You know, put one hand in front of the other and just go. <laughs> you know. Uh, if you get, if you feel scared, don't pay attention to it and just keep moving, you know, cause it, you have to do it no matter what. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we climb them sometimes, but we don't really climb one that's moving at the same time. <laughs> Did you guys do any preparation for the race? Or do you think that it was just, uh, your firefighter training was enough? Uh, well, all we did, you know, we normally work out and keep a decent routine, but kind of amped it up a little bit, especially on the cardio side of things. You know, we wanted, there's a lot of things you just can't prepare for. Cause as you know, they just kind of come up with some craziness, but baseline, you got to have your cardio and be semi fit anyways. And so that's what we focused on more and, and try to memorize the flags. I don't think we got the Floyd's level though. You know, I don't think we got them all. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody on earth's got the Floyd's level. Jeez. He can remember every flag. Okay, so it looks like all teams did complete it on their first try, which like going to a roadblock. Uh, it's like, I think uh, that that adds to the non excitement of this kind of episode leg design. The, yeah. See, here's the leg design. Four people go up and if all four get it, no matter who got it fastest and who got it slowest, if you all four get it and by the same time, you all four finish at the same time. Right. So it's just like leads to bunching. So those bunching, four had bunching. a somewhat advantage when it came to detours kind of thing. And then the next four went and then the last two went. So you had to wait until they were all full to go. Right. So. Mm-hmm. And so, that's like just going back to what a roadblock should be. I think it shouldn't. I don't know. It just. I don't Just the whole idea of what a leg uh, of a roadblock should be. This was not it. I, I like that, that they go for the scary, compete. the fear, but I love I, I love the fact that it was head to head and you could see each other going because that adds the pressure and the adrenaline. You see yeah. somebody going faster, yeah, but it didn't stop or slow anybody down. Like it would have been nice if the first person to get it got it and everybody else had to redo I to try it. it again. I mean, yeah. 
Oh man, exhausted. <laughs> yeah, that would have been that would have added it. Yeah, it wore you out. It definitely was a lot, a lot more physical than it looked. Uh, so if you had to keep doing it over and over and over, it would have it a whole new element to the situation for sure. Yeah, just something like that. But again, I, we always want to make things tougher. I guess whenever we see these tasks, it's like, ah, oh, it should have been tougher. It should have been better. <laughs> yeah, like some people uh, said, it made no difference in placement, which is true. Some of the clues got knocked off, but they started to go to the top, which. Yeah, Joey. Um, so Joey Chestnut, they showed in like the preview him falling, and then they heard the sound <laughs> as if he was going to break his leg. And there wasn't even drama <laughs> there or anything. It's like, come on, uh, Team Goat Yoga, uh, Team Extreme, IndyCar, Ocean Rescue, Firefighters. You seem to all get lost on the way there. Uh, again, another task that you guys are <laughs> getting lost. Were, were you with other teams following them, or was everybody pretty much on their own? Oh, we, we did uh, run into goat yoga again. You know, we worked with them in Iceland uh, uh, on the way to the Canyon. And then we ended up having to go against them, you know, the last two teams there. And then we worked with them there around. And then we were like, Oh, this ain't it. And they said, we found it. We said, just go, just go, you know? Yeah. Wow. And uh, we made our way back. Yeah. It seems like you got, there's a lot of politeness on this show. And I'm hoping that, uh, when uh, Jess and Cody can bring some of that big brother, like, Hey, that's one thing that we'll get to later with Jess and Cody. It's something that I kind of respect about them, but there's a lot of politeness. And I think you guys are leading the way with that whole, like, Hey, we're going to, we're not going to change who we are. These are our values. If we're going to win the race, we're going to win the race. Uh, is that kind of something that you, once the race started, you think you could maintain, don't say what's happening further, but once the race started, was that like, eh, you know what, we might be able to chop one of these people or is that something like we're not going to play dirty at all? Oh, no, like w- playing the games, you know, you can play it uh, hard without playing dirty. Why do you think- you turn some? So you turns, you turns, uh, no problems with you turns. You guys don't think use that as saying uh, that's playing dirty. That's just part of the game. Game, you know, it's like saying in Monopoly, pass and go is dirty. You know, you got to do it. It's just part of what happens. You know, <laughs> we, we weren't past it. You know, if it, if it happened and if somebody you turned us, hey, we weren't going to be like, oh, I can't believe you did that. I'm like, you never watched the show. Right. Um, no, we weren't past doing it. We just weren't. And we told people, hey, we'll work when it's helpful for both of us mutually. But when it comes down to it, we're both trying to win. So, it won't, like with the girls, they followed us to the canyon. But when we got there, it was the last two. You know, obviously, we weren't going to. The helping each other had to end because it was down to one or the other. And we, we said that out front and there was no hard feelings with anybody any time with that. Well, I can't That's speak for everybody. Some people got, may have got U-turn at different times and may have been upset. I don't know. Lucas is in the chat room. Hey, what's up? Lucas is here. Thanks for hanging Our out. Team Ocean Rescue. So I guess maybe Brittany's there too. Yeah. Lucas. All right. You guys getting lost. We're just talking about you guys getting lost <laughs> and, and the problem finding yeah. taxis. And all four of the front teams uh, seem to uh, arrive at the same time. Uh, Big Brother, well, strong slam dunk. Team Chomp seem that Team Chomp in the front. Uh, that seems like ah, oh, Team Chomp in the front. It, it doesn't seem that too much. Uh, they fell back pretty quick after that. Uh, I see them going home pretty soon. <laughs> it just pretty seemed funny. like anytime they showed them running, I was like, this is a lot for them. <laughs> like. What? And I kind of thought, like, okay, maybe because he's worked on his stomach so much, his lungs had to have shrank to make room for his all stomach, the... His stomach got yeah, bigger and his stomach, lungs shrunk. I mean... Well, it's just so funny. It looks like he's struggling. Watching Joey run, and Phil had already, like, commented about him having big feet or something, and just watching him run in this episode, he was like a deer learning how to walk. <laughs> I was, like, cracking up. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't think they can last too much longer unless uh, Joey steps it up or they get to do some more driving. But they didn't seem like they did too well driving. Although Tim seems like a really he's good a great partner. He's so like motivating and just like the stuff that he says to move Joey along. Really, I think is what makes we know who we think is on that. Team. <laughs> <laughs> You may be better at eating hot dogs, but he's better at the amazing race there, Joey. All right, so we get to the first detour. This is where things got a little sticky. Is it Old Print or Diamond Glint? Old Print, they had to use an old school print press and make a a clue, print it. And the big trick was it was backwards, upside down. I had to figure that out. And in the Diamond Glint, they had three diamonds. They had to figure out the weight, clarity, and the value. And that seemed to be pretty difficult for every team. Uh, Another unbalanced detour where one was obviously so much harder than the other one. Uh, Would you agree, Sarah, Eric? Was one obviously so much harder than the other? It's hard to say because I thought the the print was harder because we didn't figure it out, obviously. (laughs) But but we went to the diamond, and at first it seemed really easy. And when it comes down to – to it like everything probably would have went a lot quicker one wrong calculation on a percentage in the very beginning and was basing everything else off those numbers so for the next two and a half three hours we were screwing Uh, it up so yeah it was frustrating three hours at the diamonds yeah shameful i know i know (laughs) how long did you spend at the uh, print press before you switched I honestly don't know for sure. I know we were the last ones there. You know, Ocean Rescue, they had uh, they were there with us, and they got it. And I think when they left, that we were the last ones there. And when we, at we did it. At least an hour? Yeah, I, I would say at least. Jesus. Uh, Jen had said that it took them 40 minutes, and they were the only team to get it right on the first try. Oh, so we wow. could have been 40 there minutes. hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but she said yeah, that. I think, I think she said Jess and Cody were going to get theirs judged when they just got there or so something. I, but I would say an hour to an hour and a half for one challenge and then three hours on another challenge. I'd See, but I mean, the thing is, is one is complete. I mean, one is subjective where you have to judge diamonds where you could be wrong and you're screwing up like everything else up. Whereas the print press. Pretty straightforward. It's pretty straightforward. I mean, if you kind of got the hang of it, um, uh, team extremes, strategy of holding it up to the light and flipping it around, I, I, I think was just great. So that was a nice oh, little hack that they yeah. found. Yeah. Corey, which, uh, which would you and Tyler would have chose? Uh, we definitely, I mean, watching it, we would have done the, the print press, obviously. I mean, but you guys know how it is when you you're reading it, you don't get the package on Upside a TV right. screen. Like Phil gives to the audience at home. You're reading two big paragraphs and trying to picture it in your head. My only question was, I was going to ask Eric, if they, if there was a certain number of teams that could only do each side or if it was just anybody could do any. I don't remember before if it was uh, limited or not first come first serve, yeah. but they had a good bit of stations there. Yeah. I remember being at least four, four on each side. To, so maybe they could have ran out. I just, I just asked, cause I know on our season, it felt like so many of the detours, it was like only four people can make the pinatas only five teams can bake the bread so we were always playing that game of like who do you think went where and are we going to waste time if we go there and all the stations already taken yeah so i hope diana's i was gonna say yeah we would have hopefully done the print press (laughs) because obviously that appeared to be easier yeah we would have done print press too uh 
So I've been doing like my ancestry and geez, for generations on my dad's side, we've been into like printing and lithography. And so I already said like, oh my gosh, I'd be so excited to do that. Because <laughs> it was an old thing. So I would have definitely wanted to do that. It's like, yeah, my, my ancestors used to do this. So, <laughs> so we would have done that. I'll be great that. at it. <laughs> you had an upper hand. It's in my blood. Yeah, and uh, I and my ancestors weren't the, the rich Jews that had the diamonds. They were the poor. <laughs> So uh, yeah, we definitely would have chosen a print press, and it seemed like it was a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, a couple, a couple things that stood out: uh, Team Big Brother again doing really, really well. It's team Slam Dunk, Team Extreme. Can we get to that for a second? Yeah. When they went to get their first thing judged, that's when okay, pissed. yeah, I'm so upset. Yeah. So when Team Big Brother went to get their thing judged, the guy just said, "I can't." do this because you don't have your places in and this has to be here and sent them away. And yes, they had to redo it from the beginning, but he never should have said what was wrong with it. He should have just said, I'm sorry, this is incorrect and sent them back. Did you catch that Corey? I I watched it again. Like I said, I always watch it twice and I watched it again today. And I, I was trying to figure out what he was telling them was wrong because it seemed to me like the letters were different heights when they took it and he was trying to explain how to make, I, I couldn't really tell what was going on, but you are right. Yeah. He did tell them that they were uneven or something. Yeah. They needed like the space bar. So mm-hmm. I think everything was the same height or had the same amount of spaces between it. But he, I mean, he shouldn't, he judges shouldn't tell you what you did wrong. And they normally don't. But like yeah. you said, he couldn't even do the press and then say you're wrong because whatever they did say. was incorrect. That's, but he should have just said, I'm sorry, it's not correct. And not and said anything. What, that's what I thought too. I thought it was so wrong that there wasn't even a way for him to turn it over because they did something so incorrect. Uh, so maybe that's why he said something, but I did catch that when I watched it back this afternoon. Yeah. So April from team goat yoga is in the chat room as well. So if you guys want my brother Hotch is in the chat room, James. if you want to talk to him. So What's going on April <laughs> party. You guys feel free. Feel free to chime in in the live chat. And this is one of the reasons that you guys should watch the show live each week because this chat goes away once the video is posted. So please hang out, share, thumbs up, like, tell everybody, use the hashtag racist recap. All right. So we're here at Diamond Glint. And um, I think the diamonds was, was extremely difficult. April thinks uh, she'd be good with the diamonds because her husband was very picky with the wedding ring. I don't. <laughs> I don't see how that how your husband looking for diamonds makes you an expert at diamonds or makes you good at diamonds because your husband was doing something. <laughs> I know you're in the chat room, April, but it could be like subconscious or I mean I don't know. I think girls just love diamonds. Just, I just want to play with diamonds. <laughs> it was actually all the guys went to the diamonds. Um, so I don't think that helped too much. Now that we were uh, smart. When we saw Lucas uh, back uh, using the mirror, the mirror it was Lucas's idea to use the mirror uh, with the printing challenge. We really thought that was super yeah, that was smart. That a great idea. Yeah. Super smart on his behalf. Um, something simple like that can make all the difference when everybody's just thinking so so in the box. you just like, just use a mirror or just hold it up to the light. I mean, whatever it is, those simple things that seem so obvious to the viewers at home. You're like, why don't you just do that? <laughs> you don't understand the adrenaline, the focus to get yeah. this. Oh. I always I always say any roadblock or detour, I would have like a mental freak out for like three minutes and then finally your body calms down and you're like, all right, I can do this. This is what I have to do. And I think watching it at home, people forget. And I mean, they obviously have no idea what it's like to be in the moment, but it's tough, <laughs> tougher than you think sometimes. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, one question. Hey, there. Uh, and I said, for me and Daniel, I think our biggest, you know, our biggest strength was all, very much our biggest weakness. We were exactly the same. You know, we've grown up together. We've done everything exactly the same. I mean, we've been trained together from you know, <laughs> fire, EMS. Everything we do is is together and the same. So if we really good at something, we're good, we're both good at it. If we're bad, we're wow, bad. Yeah. You know, obviously, have you seen the, the commercial with us? You know, we're really bad. <laughs> there was yeah, there's no, no rhythm to be found. Difference in skill sets. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not like one's really good at balance and one's really good at math and one's really good at this because you have the same DNA. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah literally, you know, it's the same. Yeah, and, and that's I, what I, I mean. Yeah. The female, like a, a female guy team is huge, you know, because that's 100% different perspectives right there, you know. And uh, so I've I seen that hurt us as well as help us in different things. I think uh, you guys did a smart thing as well during the print challenge. You guys were using your arm at least to see what it would look like. Uh, but it looked like your whole arm, both of them were covered. <laughs> we're getting so some sleeves. <laughs> for quite some time. I, I thought that was a great idea as well. Um, so, okay, uh, Team Extreme, they were looking through the paper. So these are two two moments that may be uh, possible super fan moves later. Uh, when we go over to the Diamonds, uh, we're looking at Team Slam Dunk. They first they were the first ones done, uh, followed by Team Extreme. Team Slam Dunk, right? First one's done? Not the Diamonds. They finished the printing press. Did you say printing, that? I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, but the, I'm sorry. I, I put them all together. But Team Slam Dunk was the first one done, followed by Team Extreme and Big Brother. But then... Big Brother seems to beat Team Extreme to the next task. So, again, driving from A to B, it seems to be so much harder for these teams oh, than the actual I think they task. drove. Huh? Just navigate. Just yeah, I'm sorry, running. navigating. Yeah, I mean, Did you watch the episode? It, showed the, it showed Team Extreme getting lost because I, I made mental note of that as how quickly they left and then they weren't even – like the into they weren't even the fourth people until the French fry race because Team Extreme had went up to some church. It looked like they were on the top of a building, and finally, some woman was like, "No, no, no, you're in the wrong spot." Yeah, it seemed like they asked one of those travel people with the flag, and they bring the groups around. I was like, "That's smart. You got to yeah. ask one of those people." <laughs> All right, so uh, I don't know. I think that was a pretty uneven task. I think it was definitely the diamonds was so much harder. Everybody who did the diamonds seemed to finish last. Uh, who finished the diamonds first? Well, strong seemed yeah. to finish first with the diamonds, and and they were like fourth or fifth uh, overall. So definitely not the task to choose. Uh, we figured out that the firefighters did take three hours to do the diamond. Uh, after this detour, the teams are given a clue. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to skip right past it. I didn't want to dwell on it. Just... Hey, hey, we told him, don't get us to print something for you. And don't get us to pick your diamonds. That's not what we do. <laughs> <laughs> you save lives, baby. Save lives. So is everything pretty much, uh, people are asking as far as like spacing of the detours. Were the detours close together? Was it easy for you to swap? Uh, they were, one of them, I say they were probably, uh, if I had to guess a mile or so apart, you know, one was on the other side of the of town, pretty close to the chocolate factory on the other side, if I remember right. But uh, we couldn't <laughs> cabs, cabs. You couldn't find a cab hardly anywhere. You'd see them every once in a while, but most of them. I asked the NBA. I said, "Man, where'd y'all find a cab?" They said, "We just ran to the train station." Yeah, so it made sense. They were all by. So when we left the Diamond Station, we we said we're not running anymore. You Can know, you? I said we're going. We went and got a cab. Do you know what? Do you remember what day of the week it was when you were there? 
Because so much of this leg reminds me of our Switzerland leg. And we were there on a Sunday and it was like Geneva was shut down on a Sunday. People weren't really out. There weren't many cars out and about. So, so much of this leg, when I was watching it on TV, reminded me of when we were in Geneva. And I was wondering that if it was a Sunday and it was just quieter around town than it normally is on like a busy weekday. Uh, I'm trying to think. I know it wasn't Friday because we were thinking about the fries. But they... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Well, remember, okay. you know, we started on October 1st, so we went to Iceland. So that, Iceland it had to be midweek. Yeah. Oh. If you think about it, yeah, they left on they left on Sunday. Sunday probably Monday, started Tuesday. the next leg on a Monday. You fly out the next day, Tuesday. It's yeah, probably Tuesday Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So after the detail, all the teams got this uh, saying in Dutch, and uh, when they translated it, it said, go to the large public square where you will find City Hall and... Sylvia Bravo, which everybody knows there, I guess, right? It was pretty simple to figure out that that was the Grote or Grote Market. Yeah, they, they told us a big old statue in the square, some guy told us, and that was it was straightforward. We didn't have a lot of problem finding that at all. We didn't all right, have to so look one, for it. Once there, we faced uh, <clears throat> the first time ever here in the amazing race uh, in the uh, American edition, they've had these head-to-heads in about uh, called face-off and double something in like four or five other countries. The one that I recognized it from was Canada. I love, was really looking forward to this head-to-head. I love the process. I love the thought of it. If they're going to talk about the most competitive teams in the history of the race, why not bring the head-to-head? Love it. Love, love it. Hate, hate, hate the execution of it. All right, so let's let's get into this. I'm right there with you. So, <laughs> so they had dress up like a French fry because Bertram loves costumes. Yeah, Bertram loves costumes. <laughs> uh, get yourself a dolly and like seven or eight frozen bags or whatever bags of fries and run around a silly little obstacle course. Not even really an obstacle, like it's just a fake race course that. Uh, it was so bad that you had Phil trying to do commentary, and that was even bad. Even I, I love listening to Phil, but it was like he couldn't even come up. And he passed her, and that's it. Once you pass somebody, it's over. You could there was no way to make up anything. There was no drama in it. Uh, if I could just go through it, and then we could talk about it. Cody beat Cedric in the first showdown. Uh, Sean Marion beat Henry. Christy beat Evan. Chris beat Henry. Alex beat e- Evan, <laughs> Lucas beat Henry, Tim beat Evan. As you can see, Henry and Evan lose every freaking race that they fight. They've had seven races it took them before they actually beat somebody. Uh, and uh, Tim beat Evan. Henry finally beats April when um, Henry wipes out at the finish line and almost blew it. I think that was like the most nail-biting <laughs> part of the whole thing. Like, oh, my God, is he going to get across? Will he be able to get across? Um, all right, Corey, your thoughts before I, just, uh, I destroy this again? It was it was hard for me to watch that part back again because it was so anticlimactic to me. It was like every time two people lined up, you could tell who was going to win just by looking at the two people standing there. That was my only problem with it is it was just literally came down to like who could outrun the other person in a physical foot race. Every time I felt like you knew who was going to win – the second they announced that this was the head-to-head, I knew Goat Yoga was going home. Like, I just wish there was something else that was more, like, skill-based where maybe you had an advantage if you did it eight times and 
maybe you were stacking cups. I don't know. It could have been anything other than a foot race. It was just yeah. like, I don't know. I just. And to really, I mean, the design of the course, if you say the people that won were the ones that like gunned at that first open spot. And, just and then, ahead. I mean, a couple times you saw people cutting people off. I think it was cart stuff, but it just, if you kind of got that first head on the person you were racing, then it seemed like you could mm-hmm. get the flow of the cart and make it through yeah, the course. Other ones- I mean, April did really good doing it her first try. She didn't lose any of the freets. Mm-hmm. Um, which was impressive because everyone else seemed to have a really hard time steering the car. It just seemed that like. All right, so let's get to the drama. Um, Team Go Yoga is sitting there at the head-to-head after everybody goes and everybody's finally there. We're down to Team Go Yoga and Team Firefighters. Team Go Yoga is waiting, what they don't show on TV. They're waiting at this place for three hours for Team Firefighters to show up. <laughs> and then Team Firefighters show up and smoke them and they have to go home. <laughs> That was just terrible. Too. People were pissed about that. And I think, hey, listen, that's part of the race. And you guys are so humble. I watched the extra footage clips. You guys are like, they ran a better race today. We just happened to go home because of it. Uh, they're going home because of the, ta- the task. How do you guys feel about the head-to-head? Do you like it as a head-to-head? Did you like this one particular? Uh, I mean, it, we liked it because we won. We didn't right. like how it all came out. <laughs> you know, you know, when it comes down to it, we, we, we wanted to win. But when we – because we were there forever. We even told the, told them, they said, so what are y'all going to do? We were sitting there forever at the Diamonds. We said, somebody walk in. I thought it was Phil coming in, you know. Hey, you know, uh-huh. you're, you're crappy leave kind of thing, you know. No, so we're either waiting on Phil or we're going to be here all night. And when we finally got it, we got there, and we're like, well, we're definitely out, you know, save a, a non-elimination round. So we're just kind of chilling, like – no need to get upset and nothing we can do now. And we get there and we see uh, April and Sarah. We're like, I said, again, you're like of all people, it had to be our friends again, you know, yeah. I mean, we're everybody, but we had worked with them a little bit in the beginning. And I'm like, why do we keep going against having to go against them? And, you know, we re- did the race and, and then we won, but you know, we were happy. We won, but we didn't have, weren't happy the way it went down, you know? that we had to put them I out think, and things. Yeah. Like, I think the fact, like if it was placed any other point that you wouldn't have felt like you directly sent them home. I think that would yeah. be the hardest thing is being <laughs> like friendly. And that is right there. I know. The yeah. Yeah. You're going that, home. that had to be probably the hardest part of the whole thing is knowing like you just kind of became friends. You have this little alliance going on and your win essentially was like, see ya. As opposed to if it was in the beginning of the leg, uh, you know, kind of like, all right, well, I beat you here, but we'll see how the rest of the leg shakes out that you didn't directly send them home. So I think that's tough. So let's give props to first place. uh, Team Big Brother winning 2,500 bucks each after beating the big bad basketballers. Uh, Steady Cody. I think that's one thing that's going to help him in this race. Something that people hated on Big Brother was that he's got this like almost monotone face, almost like this Eli Manning-esque. He never changes his face. But it's like when he's mad, when he's sad, when he's happy, he always has this face on. And I think that's kind of a good thing in this race because he doesn't get too high. He doesn't get too low. He's kind of always in the middle. And I think that really helped uh, in this part of the race, um, at least so far. We'll see if if this uh, can continue. But what do you guys think about Team Big Brother? Are you impressed? Uh, I mean, oh. I thought I thought it was very interesting. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the teams finished in very similar places to they di- uh, as they did in the first leg. Even with Evan and Henry ending up as far back as they did, if if you get rid of the head to head 
it was almost a pretty much identical finish with the exception of Cedric um, and Sean finishing much higher, obviously. So I thought that was an interesting takeaway. A lot of people seem to perform very similarly the first two legs. And, and, and I don't know if that's just going to be how it shakes out for the whole thing, or if it's just people hitting their stride uh, quicker than others. Yeah. I asked Justin if he's nervous about team big brothers average since now they've placed second and first, like if they really continue to stay at With the top, two legs into can I fin- yeah. Go like ahead. if they continue to finish top one and two, I mean, is that, that's going to jeopardize our, it's not going to jeopardize any, you don't understand how hard it's been 30 seasons. It's so hard. Yeah. But we had that ninth where if they don't have that, if they stay towards the top, then their average is going to be better. The other I thing mean, that I want, I'm just saying we this, went, this is this is the chance that they beat our average right here. This is the chance. Zero. I'm just saying we went, chance. we went five legs without finishing lower than second place. So that's what I mean. So <laughs> yeah, especially we if they if they stay at the top. Well, we don't know what they've done. So I'm just asking if you were nervous. And of course he's not. He's cocky as anything. I'm he's cocky not and nervous. Confident. I have the knowledge and I use my knowledge to make a deduction. My knowledge says that in 30 seasons, there's only been two teams that uh, have done better than us. Okay. And and I don't think Cody and Jess, who are not huge fans of the show, are going to be one of those. Yeah, but two obviously teams. they didn't have to prepare that much to finish second and first. In two legs. Okay. Anybody uh, can right. do that for two legs. I'm just legs. saying it's a lot easier to stay in the front when you're uh, at the front. I love how heated you okay. are. <laughs> um, Eric, it's two legs and she's like they're gonna break the i didn't say that you're putting words on out there. i said are you nervous no okay zero chance. um eric really quick uh think back to this leg now that you see kind of how the bottom people are getting wiped off does that make you nervous when you had to send home goat yoga knowing that they finished second to last and then they went home now that puts you as kind of the last team that now that you're at the bottom it's you have to fight harder to kind of move back up yeah we said hey we told each other hey we're on the cutting block now you know the last the other two got cut now we're on the block if we don't change it we're out of here you know so <laughs> yeah we were definitely we we're definitely feeling the pressure and something else with this season uh we're kind of counting on going into it you watch many seasons you see a few weak teams like okay you know we could probably take them them you know give us a, a little bit of a a, a a buffer you we didn't really see that too much on this season you know, there wasn't a lot of buffer teams, I guess you could say. Everybody was really good, and uh, you, it's whoever made the least mistakes, and that's how it went. Yeah. I feel so bad for April Team Goat Yoga. It seems like uh, Sarah gave up. Uh, yeah, she, she didn't, didn't even want to do want the to free thing. Like, She's like, no, you did so good the first time. Why don't you just go again? And I'm like, what? well, she had a three-hour break in between races. It's not like she was tired. <laughs> Yeah, but still, like, I mean, obviously Sarah's a little bigger, looks a little stronger. You know, holding those things up might have been a little more difficult for a smaller girl. So maybe that would have been the difference. You never know, but I don't know. Whatever. So I'm just glad Daniel did it. (laughs) (laughs) Because he said, said, no offense, you know, at all to the girls, he said, but if I lose on national TV to girls. (laughs) Uh, In a French fry costume, no less. 
Yeah. <laughs> People love your Sarah impression. Well, I, I, listen, I would love Sarah to come on the show. She's always welcome. She wants to come on the show and clear things up. This is a forum for that, for the racers. This is one of the reasons the Racers Recap was created, because we had so much problems trying to communicate what really happened on the show to the fans in mass that it was like I, I answered the same questions a thousand times. That we just like, you know what, let's give the racers a place where they could talk to thousands of fans and get the message out of what actually happened. So um, you seem like you guys are really humble. There's nobody really mad at you guys for sending Goat Yoga home, uh, which is pretty you know, good and you're lucky and fortunate with that way. Is there anything that you want to clear up? I don't think there's been too much drama, but is there anything that you want to clear up for yourself or somebody else on the show? You have a platform. Uh, the only thing I've seen a few things. And like I said, I don't really respond to anybody with negativity because most of it's pure ignorance and it's not worth time, but uh, you're right. Some of, yeah. Someone <laughs> were saying, uh, Oh, they, they pushed you. You ran them over. The firefighters pushed them. What, what kind of example is that? I'm like, there's nobody. If you actually watch the show, you've seen in that, in that curve, a lot of people twist. And when you're going around a curve, I think it was the wheel catching in the cobblestone that yeah. turned it a lot. But no, I just want them to know that there was no intentional ramming, pushing, anything like that at all in there. You know, that's important for us because that's not how we was rolling. Do sure. Because we heard that Team IndyCar gave you some uh... – some pointers on how to make her turn and do a 360. So when you hit her and she spun around, <laughs> yeah, good pit maneuver. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good pit maneuver. Yeah, I felt so bad. I wanted to see her race till the end, but yeah. that once you spin around and you get that. Uh, yeah, it was, it was tough. Once to you met, up. once you turn, it's just the way the cor- course was designed. It's really hard to catch up, you know. And and they did it. Like I said, they ran a great race. They ran a better race than we did that leg. And it just the first time in 30 seasons they did something. Yeah. It was to our advantage, but to their detriment, you know, it's like, oh, it's just the way it worked out. It could have been anybody. Yes. And uh, leg three takes us from Belgium to Morocco. One of the trips <laughs> that we won. We're so fortunate. One of, uh, one of the places we got to I'm visit. Excited. You guys are going to Tangier and the episode's called It's Going to Be a Fragrant Day, which uh, probably means the deal. Yeah, it's like probably not <laughs> smelly. So I'm thinking that there's going to be some poop involved. Uh, does Jess steal a gnome? Does Jess steal the gnome? I know, everyone's gnome? jumping to conclusions. Huh? Oh, Jess stole it. Let's just see how the leg shakes out because, you know, they made it look like Joey got hurt. I really didn't. So. Yeah, but she was like, you even hear uh, a Team Ocean Rescue, like, she's, that's mine. Like, give it back, something like that. You, you hear Brittany saying it. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to the drama. You normally can't take other people's stuff, but we'll see what happens. Um, Team Slam Dunk looks like they're in trouble. Um, we don't know, but we'll see how it plays out. Um, Corey, what are you thinking about Morocco? You think uh, I I watched it back and I was like slowly clicking, like pause to like see the like slow cuts of everything. And I saw, like, I swear it shows uh, Team Well Strung in these, like, belly dancer costumes, which I thought were meant for women. So I guess <laughs> I'm excited to see what uh, Chris and Trevor are getting up to. Um, but, yeah, I was trying to pace out and see what's going on with Jess and, and Brittany. Obviously, you can't tell. But, I mean, any time there's been a, a gnome, every team has their own gnome. So I didn't see Jess with two at any point. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Mm. 
<laughs> but I don't know. I'm looking forward to some drama because uh, I think this is when it starts to, you know, in the first couple legs, you know, like everybody gets start to shake out. And the next couple, it's like people start to get serious. And then, you know, leg five and leg six is when people start to get dirty. So I think we're starting to get to these uh, these interesting legs. And Morocco is a place where some people are going to have some issues with, uh, again, travel. I think is going to be tough in Morocco, especially if they're driving on their own. Uh, we were told that uh, a lot of places are dangerous. And we saw huge potholes in the middle of like highways so like if you're driving at night and you hit those potholes your cars are done so i don't know if that has anything to do with what's coming up but yeah, it wasn't one of the countries that uh we were told we should drive in by ourselves and yeah. i normally I, we drive everywhere and visit places but they were like eh, you might not want to do that here <laughs> I was just, yeah, I was afraid. Well, thank you so much, uh, Eric. We really appreciate you hanging out. So glad you didn't get that siren. Do you have a fan move? Huh? Do you have a yes, fan yes. Move? I, oh. I'm just thanking him. So I'm so glad you didn't get those sirens, and we really appreciate um, <laughs> you hanging out with us. Uh, we're gonna do for having us. Uh, we're gonna do our little awards here. So don't take it personal if you happen to uh, your team happens to get one of them. Oh, Diana, who you putting in? <laughs> Who are we putting in check, Diana? I didn't really think about it. I didn't say... Right. You want me to give you some time? Yeah, go ahead. Go All first. right. I'm, uh, I'll start off with the super fan move. Uh, super fan move is going to go to Lucas. Lucas is going to get the super fan move for taking out the mirror or uh, using the mirror to... Um, figure out the clue uh, for the print task. I love the fact that... Um, the Team Extreme used the light, but that's kind of, I think they did that by accident cause by holding the paper up and then seeing it, and I think Lucas was much more well thought out in like a super fan way, mm. so super fan move goes to Lucas for using the um, the mirror. Corey, LOL Ooh, moment. Oh, Lucas. Uh, my LOL moment this week uh, was for Cedric when they were, I think it was when they were waiting for the next team to do the French fry race, and he's just talking about putting seasoning salt on himself. <laughs> and, like, the voice he was doing was so funny. I, like, rewound it twice because he was cracking me up. So uh, I thought Cedric was very entertaining in this episode. A lot of his commentary and stuff that he said was, was great, so I really appreciated it. It seemed like he was having a lot more fun this week. Yeah, he's definitely surprised me uh, with one being uh, as big a fan as he is because it seems every episode he's mentioned something about watching almost every season uh, with his family. I love that. Uh, and I love that because you can see him just like, you know, being playful, not worrying about like image. Yeah. Uh, which a lot of athletes tend to worry about their ego. And it doesn't seem like he has one at all. Um, did you come up with your. Uh, yeah, so I check? asked the chat room and I think I'm. Unfortunately, Eric, going to put you and your brother in check. Only <laughs> for not. Oh, no, because it's one of those like the switching the detour. <laughs> like you would have you would have figured out printing press in less so than three hours. I think them? switching detours. Um, but Man, then again, you don't know how long the other one takes. But uh, I mean, yeah, I got to go with that. You should have just maybe stuck with it and spent less than three hours. We embrace that award. (laughs) (laughs) And I think somebody in the the chat room said, uh, did you feel bad beating Team Goat Yoga? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we did feel feel bad. Bad. (laughs) We felt terrible about it. I love the corny jokes, though. uh, It's our favorite. (laughs) 
Yeah, we heard that you guys are the king of the of the dry, corny dad jokes. So we're waiting to hear them. So we didn't hear yeah. too many of them. <laughs> uh, I didn't see us too much on there. So maybe if they start putting us on there, we might hear a few things. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that, that some people think that's the winner's edit. So uh, if you if you look up some some, there's a, another guy, Logan, super quacky, does a winner's edit, and so if you look to see who's got the winner's edit, that a lot of times the winners are pretty quiet early, and then. They get to blossom late, kind of like in our season. <laughs> Is there anything else that we're missing, boys and girls? Nope. I don't think well, so. I think, I think that's going to do it. I, I would really appreciate everybody, each and every one of you in the chat room. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I mean, we love hanging out and talking Amazing Race with you. If you want to get Cooper, go ahead. I am um, stuck. Cooper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thumbs up, like, share, subscribe. That's the not, that, that's the way to help us. You want to help us grow. You want to make us bigger, better. Really like that. A couple things I'm working on. If you want to help me as well, you can use the hashtag or at Phil uh, Kogan and Virtual Bay Monster. I think they deserve to be on the races recap. So if we ask them enough times, so enough different people ask them, maybe they'll join us. So go and use the hashtag or go at Bertram and Phil and tell them to join the races recap. This is Cooper G. Doodle. Oh, so check him out on he Instagram. Help Cooper G. Doodle. We love you. Thank you so much for joining us, each and every one of you. Uh, the reason we do it. Hey there, what do you say there? Adios, world. <laughs> Y'all have a good one. Bye. Wow, you made it all the way through the podcast. If you want to continue to support the Races Recap, please check us out at racesrecap.com.